Wake up! Stonecrest Weekly. Learn about your city from neighbors who actually live there. Stonecrest Weekly. Hello, everybody. It's Angel with Stonecrest Weekly. And guess what? I escaped. I was able to leave Gaza at home and I am here bringing it to you. Well, he actually is still kind of here. Don't get it twisted. I'm still here now. <laughs> he can't hear you, though. All right. So we had a little bit of an equipment snafu. So I'm running the show tonight. And now it's going to be everything that I want without too much of his interjections. So this is going to be the best show that Stonecrest Weekly has ever had. With that being said, we are super duper excited because as you guys know, we already have done a lot of things around the new aquarium that's in town, Sequest. And we felt that it was important to continue to bring you more information because a lot of people are asking, well, it's nice to have Sequest here, but what does it really do for our community outside of being a nice attraction? What does Sequest stand for overall? And we wanted to give you guys a deeper look at that because we know it's beautiful for those of us who have been there and we definitely are getting our season passes and we encourage you to do that as well. But let's go ahead and take a look at a little bit of the history of Sequest, who's over Sequest at a corporate level and why it's a super, super exciting thing to have in our city. So with that being said, today I have the honor of interviewing Vince Cavino. He is the CFO of Sequest. And because I'm not good at introductions and I'll just say a whole bunch of like, you know, schmoozing kind of things. You guys, oh, she likes him. I do. But we're going to let him go ahead and talk to himself, talk for himself. Go ahead. Thank you so much for being here, Vince. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll get, kind of give you a lowdown on where this whole thing started. Sure, please do. You know, when I was 15, <laughs> this is so crazy to think about today. My parents went away for like the first time in my life. I mean, they didn't really have travel vacation money, but somehow they got away, got, they got away, awarded a little vacation. They were gone for four days. When they came back, my brother and I had built a, an indoor touch tank in their living room. Oh, wow. We put about 50 fish in it. We had snakes, we had an iguana, we had two chameleons, uh, we had birds. And so, and we were feeding all of them by hand. Wow. Well, fast forward about 15 years, I kind of gave into the man. I got into the investment planning business and uh, did that for about a decade and putting on a shirt and tie every day. And they're like, man, why am I doing this? <laughs> well, this is not me. So I mean, it was like Groundhog's Day every day, and you know, just sitting in the desk behind the desk. Uh, I I sold that business and 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 took a year. Did a whole lot of nothing really. I've, I've got six kids, as you know, Angel, and we went and visited tons of zoos and aquariums. And I remember thinking to myself, every time I'd go to one, I didn't get to touch this or feed that. And I remember when I was fifteen, I did. Why can't I do it now? Well that's kind of when the lights turned on and, and I figured, you know what, I could build one that people could literally just touch everything. Right. Like I just went, uh, uh two days ago, I guess it was, I was down in, um, Texas and I went to a facility and there were probably 20 signs that said, do not touch, don't put stuff in the tank, don't touch. And I'm like, no, I, I want to connect. I want to feel them. I want to hold them. And, uh, so it, I mean, but that's what I saw when I went through. And so I said, I'm going to build something where you can touch and just feed everything. You can have a macaw on your arm. You can hand feed a sloth. Why not? You can, you know, get in and do training with, you know, Asian small clawed otters. You can, uh, you know, touch a shark and a stingray. And it's totally exhilarating to have that connection. So I did it. I tried it once. 
It's a crazy story, but I found a place in Portland. Oh, wow. <laughs> Portland of all places. <laughs> well, so this is this is nuts. This is going to blow your mind. I found a place. It was an old Black Angus steakhouse. I love Black Angus. <laughs> right? I do, too. I'm like, hey, this is, this is a good omen. I love Black Angus. <laughs> right. So I opened it up. The first guest, and, and I'm going to, I got a rabbit trail just a little bit because it's a little cool side story. The first guest, now we've had millions and millions of people come to Sequest. And the very first, her, she was nine years old, and Brighton Figgins. Oh, and wow. her mom, Carol, was there in uh, both of them in wheelchairs. Her, she said, she's there watching her daughter. She feed these iguana. Then she grabs nori, which is like seaweed, what you wrap in, uh, you know, like, sushi okay. <laughs> but we're feeding animals this seaweed and she's letting the, the, the tangs and the angels come up and tug the food out of her hand and she's oh. just absolutely in heaven and her mom looks at me and she says i don't see that from her all that often where she's not thinking about she had osteogenesis porosis she had over 511 broken bones in the nine years of her life Wow. The longest she ever went was eight days in her entire life. In nine years, the longest she ever went was an eight day stretch where she didn't break one of her bones, mm. but there she was. And at that moment, now that was, that was within five minutes of opening. I said, I'm going to open so many of these. It's going to make <laughs> the whole planet spin. Uh, and that's when I literally that week I, I got on the phone with Austin, San Antonio, and I started looking at locations there. And then, you know, just, continued on and, and it's you know right now we got six or seven sites that we're getting pretty close to 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 final finalizing the dirt um but that was the first one so here's what's crazy then her mom and this is the funny part her mom says who would have thought now remember this is a black angus right yes i turned it into an aquarium but she said who would have thought that you could have turned a strip club into an aquarium. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's not a strip club. It was never a strip club. She says, this, this place used to be a strip club. I'm like, what? No. Before so Black Angus. And I said, this crazy lady thinks this place used to be a strip club. And she says, well, actually, after Black Angus left for about six <gasps> months, it was a strip club. And I'm like, oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> So anyway, it was nuts. It was crazy, but, but that here we are, crazy. It, you know, that was, that was guest number one, location number one. And, and here we are now at Stonecrest. Yes. And, you know, I met with, and, and, and she wants some more drama. I met with the mayor and of course he just got indicted, right? He did. He did. I, I met with the mayor of Stonecrest in 2017 in Vegas. He said so. He said yeah, so in the, so, in the newspaper. So, yeah, he's there. And I came across him at this convention. And uh, he says, man, I want to put a sequest in, in Stonecrest. And I said, well, hey, I've got, a, I've got a sequest location right here, four miles from where we're standing. Do you want to go hop in the Uber and go? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Well, sure enough, we get there. And he sees that there's a tank you can get in. You can get in the Caribbean Cove exhibit and there's mm -hmm. five different species of sharks and stingrays. There's hundred tropical fish. And he says, I want to get in. <laughs> so he gets in he's snorkeling. He gets out and he says, we're going to put one of these in Stonecrest. And I'm like, great, let's do it. So wow. we signed a deal to do it in 2017. So long ago when you think it about was, it, it is it was a long time ago. Right. But 
But remember, you may you may know about this. It was supposed to be part of the Atlantic City complex, right? I do remember. I remember. And that deal, the funding or whatever, who knows what? I mean, we we had blueprints even drawn up. Mm. And we were just bummed because we looked at it and we're like, man, there's you take a the community there and you look at what are the al- other alternatives. Mm-hmm. This was so underserved, yes. right? This is yes. this this community is gonna eat this up. And we're just thinking this is fantastic. People are gonna love it, they're gonna line up. And of course, and it just went off. Well, it wasn't until early, early of this year that um, I reached back out to the developer there, uh, Vaughn, who's, who's been uh, been really resourceful in this process, and uh, said, hey, you know what? We could probably still do something here, even if Atlantic Sports City doesn't happen or doesn't happen now. Let's, maybe we could do something. He says, you know what? I'm buying that Sears building. Can you go into the Sears building? I said, heck yeah. <laughs> let's do it so yeah. we we when we moved pretty fast we yeah moved pretty you did. So, it was anyway. like five months right that you guys were able to get it together and normally it takes significantly longer to put something like this together yeah and, and what's funny is we could have done it probably 40 day 45 days even faster but the whole you've heard the whole supply chain issues right mm-hmm. getting our waterproofing stuff was hard getting labor was hard getting lumber was hard so uh but anyway it it's, it's here. been a journey i'll tell you that <laughs> right i can imagine but the fact of the matter is you guys did it and it's amazing and so well done you know yeah. everything about it is great and just being able to hear your passion behind sequest as a whole makes me feel even better about having it here it's not like you are just a guy about numbers and this was another numbers thing you care about the experiences you care about the animals and you mentioned that you really looked at our community before coming here which is so important for us too and we look i love sequest I'm not supposed to, we always say we're a neutral platform, but hey guys, now you know I have one bias. (laughs) I have one bias and right now that's Sequest. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, you're not alone. We've we've been so excited yesterday. We got 57 or 58 five-star reviews yesterday. Last time I checked today, we had like 42, 43 so far today. That's today how many five-star reviews we got. So, wow. Is this nationally or are you talking about our no, Stonecrest location? Stonecrest, in what? Stonecrest. That's yes. amazing. So, so That's... we, as of right now, we've got a couple hundred five-star reviews right now. We are, and so our rating is 4.9 star. That's so cool. It's like the highest rated right now in the in the country. So oh, we're going to keep that. Uh, Absolutely right? going to keep yeah, that. Yeah, why not? It's pretty, pretty incredible. You know, we had our first field trip today. We've been open 15 days. Oh. And uh, we finally uh, finally got our first field trip, which we you know obviously got scheduled only got scheduled two weeks ago. We we only opened up scheduling two weeks ago, but um, they did. Uh, I think you'll enjoy this, Angel. They did a, a behind the scenes, so you can do a typical field trip where you go see the five mm-hmm. continents and you see all the different animals. But yes. this particular group also did the STEM quest, the science lab, STEM, science, tech, engineering, math where they go in the back of house and they, they get with our zoologist or biologist that's, that's kind of guiding them. Mm-hmm. They dissect squid, they measure nitrates, they look at the nitrogen cycle. And here's the you know, second, third, fourth grader kids. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, most STEM jobs are not filled, a lot of them are not filled by females or minorities. Mm-hmm. I have pictures right now today <laughs> from 
little black, you know, th second, third, fourth graders in there dissecting squid, measuring, mm -hmm. looking through microscopes, whatever you want to get someone into a STEM job, mm -hmm. teach them in second grade to be like, that's cool. Right. Exactly. Right. So, it's just a different perspective and a different yeah. level of exposure that no one gets. Like, I think I mentioned when we were talking about Sequest in an episode or two ago, I grew up in a neighborhood that was quote unquote affluent. Right. Well, I didn't grow up there the whole time. But when we moved there, we didn't have anything like this at all. And our community was quote unquote well served. We had several attractions and things to do. Those all kinds. But none of it was at this level where you were able to combine education and fun and have this level of intimacy in an attraction, it, it's not like that at all. And California is a wonderful place. That's why I know what Black Angus is because out here in the South, oh, I'm going to dial this back, guys. This is a little bit of a tangent. Black Angus is a steakhouse and it's a very good steakhouse. You go to Longhorn, you're going to spit on their floors because Black Angus is way better and they have the best cocktail sauce out of any place I've ever been. But anyway, I, I digress, <laughs> but yeah. the whole idea is that we have an opportunity to bring a more than fun, right? It's more than fun in our community. And I'm glad that you mentioned the STEM portion. You actually have kind of talked a little bit about the benefits. Cause I was like, Hey, you know, what are some of the additional benefits outside of us having another place to go, which we didn't have before in the community. And that is the STEM programming. Is that something that an individual could do or is it only through the schools? No, it's individuals can absolutely do it. They can be a junior biologist for a day. Oh, wow. Now, I will say that it's so cool. We offer all certified teachers in the state of Georgia can come to Sequest for free. They're, they're members. They get all the member benefits, no charge. Their guests get discounts. Uh, but what's cool is the teacher program. And we have a big, as you can imagine, we have a big field trip program. And then, of course, yeah, any family can come and guests can come and they can do that program. But it's super affordable when they do it through a field trip, right? Got I mean, you. Mm -hmm. We're talking that if you're tight, there's Title I discounts, which a lot of, a lot of schools uh, qualify for, you know, five bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're doing everything right. They're, they're, yeah. they're getting, they're, the they're seeing experience. the whole thing. And I'll tell you, there's, there's a number of the kids that have come through and done that science lab, like they did today mm -hmm. that are saying, and whether or not they take a career at Sequest in 10 years, great. We'll, we'll take, we'll certainly take them. But, but guess what? If that got them into engineering or mm -hmm. science or tech or the, the, the jobs that are going to be here in 10 years, right. When mm -hmm. artificial intelligence takes half the jobs, <laughs> Right. Those are the jobs that they pay well. And, um, and we would love to see, we would love to, to be a part in, in fostering that. Uh, so we think that's a pay, that's a, that's an area where we think that we can, uh, bring a lot of value in the community. I'm glad that you said that because I do feel that we are in a huge teaching community. I want to ask one more question around that. So we also have a large homeschool community here in Stonecrest. Does that, and so obviously those parents aren't certified. Is there anything if you are learning in that type of environment? So they uh, get field trips at the same field trip pricing, whether they're homeschool or private okay. school, they all get that special pricing. Perfect. And the reality is, we have lots of programs, call it a scholarship option. Mm -hmm. Look, nobody's going to miss a field trip program because they don't have the funds. If the school doesn't or the homeschool group doesn't, we're going to mm -hmm. make it work. Okay. Uh, you know, and, and that's, to me, that's a pretty cool deal because I can tell you 
when I was a kid, we, I, my family didn't have the money to go do this stuff. Right. No, it wasn't, it wasn't even there up the street from us or in our community, but, but if it was, we wouldn't have afforded it anyway. Mm-hmm. That actually, let me, let me just mention one other group. So, so teachers are free, but that reminds me of the other group that's always since the day we've opened our doors and it always will be foster children receive mm-hmm. free care uh, or free, um, admission. Awesome. 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 So that is really big, too, because I know that in Stonecrest, we have a few group homes here. So understanding that the foster kids can come for free, I think that that's that's something to be celebrated and we can share. And then, oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I'm really enjoying that part a lot, too, (laughs) because, again, the underserved piece a lot. There's um, five districts here in um, Stonecrest. You may or may not be aware of that. And I think that the um, economic dynamics around the city vary by district. So one of our most underserved districts is District 3. And I think that um, affordability is something that we really can send over there and let those parents know you have somewhere to go. Just Automatically, I feel like the admission is a fair price on its own. But that doesn't mean if you have three kids that, you know, that's a hundred dollar day for mom and dad and kids to come and understanding like, hey, there's options and things that you guys can do. If you present this to your kid's school, they can still get this experience at a discounted price by going this field trip route. Like there's there's opportunities for us to make Sequest great for them. And I know we we also have some great things we're going to share towards the end of the episode, too, as a whole. So just knowing that long-term there's opportunity to go back and forth. And I think that the season pass at $49.99 is a great price too. Or is it $59.99? It's $49.99. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually this, and I don't know when you air this, but this week it's uh, um, buy, buy one, get one half off. So it's a- Oh, it's is that a Black Friday deal? Yeah, yeah, it's our Black Friday special. Oh, it's a once you... a year thing. <laughs> well, okay, this is airing after Black Friday, but we're going to post that on our page. Okay, cool. So everyone can get it. So guys, huh, sorry. Or you know what? We can send out a newsletter to make sure that everyone in the newsletter is going to get it. Plus we'll put it on the page. All right. So golly, you answered like so many of the questions just in the conversation, which I love. Uh, another piece is you talked about when you were 15 and you and your brother built that um, touch tank at home. How did you get those creatures? <laughs> Well, we just did koi and trout and stuff like that, catfish. Um, but we ordered, you know, we got our, our chameleons and our iguanas from pet stores. Oh, okay. Uh, That's true. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's what's interesting. At that time, what does a 15-year-old know about the humidity, the basking temperature requirements, the um, ammonia or nitrates that, that should be in the tank for the fish? The reality was, you know, we did a decent job and we, you know, we had been around animals growing up our whole lives, but I don't know what my, my current team members at Sequest know for mm-hmm. the vet. Every location has a vet that does rounds and, and does assessments on all the animals every month. So it's interesting because the pet trade um, is, it's caused, frankly, it's caused a lot of problems. A lot of people buy exotic pets. They buy a, mm-hmm. uh, we probably rescued 25 or 30 sulcata tortoises. You buy the sulcata tortoises like, you know, the size of a dollar bill. Mm-hmm. And in five years, it's maybe, maybe 30 pounds. And then in 15 years, it's maybe a hundred pounds. Oh, wow. Well, now the little five year, seven year old boy that got it's off to college. And this tortoise is 12 years old, but he's going to live to be 70. Oh, and I so didn't know that. You're like, what am I supposed to do with this? And, and, 
normally they're not able to provide the size of habitat or the the basking requirements. In other words, we want it, we want an area where you can go this 90 or 100 degrees, right? Depending on the animal. Right. Uh, same with macaw, you know, 60, 70, 80 year lifespan. So we rescue a lot of animals from the pet trade. And we really encourage people rather than trying to get some exotic pet and figure out how to, how to truly care for it. Cause not only do they need the care and the, and the, the food and the special diets, but they also have got to have the enrichment mm. and if mom goes to work or the kids go to school and that animal's home alone in isolation and solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. So we rescue a lot of animals, hundreds, hundreds of animals. And, uh, that's been, I, you know, I didn't know that when I was 15, right? Um, I don't remember exactly what we did with our iguana when I turned 18 or 19 and went off to college and and so forth. But, uh, but nowadays we, you know, we remind people, Hey, you know, if you have a Sequest membership, come as much as you want, make these animals yours, adopt them, Mm -hmm. uh, play with them, hand feed them, uh, make them, you know, that they're, they're part of the family for a lot of, a lot of the members come a dozen, two dozen times a year, every week. We've been open 15 days and there's people that have been there five times. Let's see. And I can see that absolutely being us. We have a seven-year-old and I know that once she goes, well, first she's going to be excited. And then when we let her know how much she can interact, she's going to be afraid. And then she's going to start getting her bravery up. So then she's going to want to go back because she's going to be brave enough, right, to try this time. So I can imagine how much we'll be right there. And we're in such a, a close proximity for us getting to Sequest is like nine minutes. So we're nine really plus, excited. Oh, uh, excuse me. Gaz is in the background saying five minutes. That's because he's a speed demon. But you know. <laughs> if you obey the laws, you're nine minutes away. <laughs> right, exactly. If we stop at the newly placed stop size, we're going to take nine minutes. So but, think about this. Th- think of a seven-year-old, nine-year-old, whatever. How much do, does the average child know about shark finning? That, that, that there's 70 to 100 million sharks per year that um, are killed. They, they cut their fins off. They throw them back in the ocean. When oh. they come to Sequest, they get to hand feed a shark, connect with it, but then they get to learn the conservation pieces. Say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Here's what's going on with the absolute slaughter of sharks and it's decimating certain species and they're an apex predator. So it's terrible for the ecosystems. They get to learn that, but not only do they get to learn about it, but because they've hand fed a shark, mm-hmm. they never look at the planet the same. They say, I'm going to rescue the species. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a stand for this. They learn about the climate and how it influences their future because their future and their planet, their inheriting is not the same mm-hmm. one you and I have. They get to go in and learn about overfishing. You think about, you know, India and China with with a billion people each, and how many people in those countries were eating fish twenty or thirty years ago versus today, and how many how, how efficient we've become with fishing, with these big oceans, uh, with the, with the big you know fishing ships. We're taking a lot a lot of fish out of the oceans, and and in twenty thirty years, there's going to be a massive problem with the number of fish in the ocean. And so you take a seven-year-old like Brighton Figgins, she gets to come in and learn about that. And if she learns about that on a field trip or with her family, when she's five or eight, comes back a couple of times a year for the next decade, she's going to be so immersed in that and so connected Mm -hmm. to the planet that, that, that tactile connection that she has because of the interaction, Mm -hmm. we believe that 
that's going to change her perspective and her attitude about conservation and, and rescuing uh, these animals. So th that's a big, big piece of it. And I can tell you that it's the most important thing for the Sequest team members. You know, when you go to work at Sequest and we ask them, what's important to you? What, what do you want Sequest to be about? What's, what's the most important thing for our company to accomplish? Uh, unequivocally, they're saying, look, if we get 3 million visitors next year, which we're going to have about three and a half million people that'll visit us in 2022, awesome. can we get three and a half million people to leave and be ambassadors mm -hmm. for the planet, for these animals that a lot of these animals, they don't have, they have it bad, right? Yes. Um, that there, there's a, there's a quite a mess. Um, it's, it's staggering. Some of the statistics, I won't, uh, I won't get into them here, but, but that's, that's a, that's an important, maybe I should say that's a critical piece mm -hmm. of the experience for the guest and of what Sequest needs to do in the community. Absolutely. I think that desensitize, I'm not even sure because I'm about to be like Gaza and make up a word. He's rubbing off on me because he's not on the mic. Right. But, you know, being desensitized, I think it's a big thing because of how much we watch the news. You hear that this person was slain or this occurred. Or even if we watch the more broader national news, the idea of like, hey, there was, uh, you know, whales that were killed and they washed up on shore. You know, all you aren't close to it so you aren't connected to it so it's kind of like when you see someone going through hard times you aren't able to humanize their situation until you are maybe in the same space and environment with them and you're in turn doing that with sequest it's putting you in the same environment with the animal and it's giving them true life and the understanding that they're real and now you're caring for them differently and so i definitely think that that's a definitely going to be a standing point because if I think of all the things that impacted my views when it involved other humans or even cultural experiences, it's because I was there in that environment. So Sequest definitely could do that and bring that to this community, which is so unique. There's nothing like this in Georgia. So it's not just the fact that it's here in Stonecrest. There's nothing here in the state like this, which is going to make it super exciting, you know, um, and maybe, you know, this is a side note, not that it matters to you, but maybe we'll get some good restaurants off of this. <laughs> They're coming. I don't know if you've seen what's planned for that uh, up, up above us, right above us. And hopefully they don't serve sushi, but everything else is okay. <laughs> no sushi, right? Don't come to the tanks for your meat. Right? Exactly. Fish your friends. Right. <laughs> well, you know, it, it depends. Uh, you know, a good salmon roll, you know, what do we do? <laughs> well, and, and I'll tell you, you know, pe people are going to eat fish and it's great. It's good protein. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and there's a lot of emerging countries. You know, I mentioned mm -hmm. Brazil and India, but there's several others. But when we can eat fish that are sustainably caught. Yes. And eat sustainable fish as opposed to fish that are endangered. Uh, yes. It makes a big difference. And you, you mentioned something I think super important. I'm just thinking about here. You know, it is so easy to become des desensitized. And it's hard to admit it, right? It's like, yes. if I'm listening to the news and I hear that 300 people died on a bus, mm -hmm. you would think that, that it would draw this super, super sad emotion. And I'm sure to some extent it does. But my first thought is oh, they get 300 people on a bus. <laughs> the reality <laughs> right. is if you're there in person right, and, and you help them get on the bus, mm -hmm. you held their hand, you met them. You spend right. time with them and you hear about that bus crashing, you're, you're devastated. Absolutely. And if we get, if we get people in every community, like if we get the Stonecrest visitors uh, in the Atlanta, whole Atlanta area to have that sort of connection to the animals. And then they hear about an oil spill 
Right. And they say, wow, 286,000 birds died mm-hmm. over, Ex- you know, over this Exxon Valdez oil spill and 1,200 otters died mm-hmm. or deforestation. And you start to say, that's what that means. Mm-hmm. And they remember their experience uh, that they had at Sequest and the feelings that they had with the animals. Uh, they develop a relationship, basically. Absolutely. Uh, then it's then it's no longer a bus with 300 people. It's wow. There's these are these are lives. Absolutely. So it's, uh, that's we and we believe we can do that really really well because mm-hmm. of that interactive model and because of the diversity. You know, they visit the rainforest. They go through Egypt and they they visit the desert animals there. And they, of course, see the ocean animals and the freshwater animals. And you learn about all those ecosystems and you get up really close. Yes. Uh, you've seen it, right? You, you, you just see things really close up and you experience them really close up. It's it's it's, uh, it's something that's strong enough to, to change somebody's perspective. It's surreal. And then I also have to call out for those who haven't been there, um, but who have been to other like petting zoos. I was so impressed. Sequest did not smell Like, I was like, wait, you have this many different animals and I can breathe. I was I was so happy because to me that meant care and that meant so much. I was like, oh, I could definitely come here. I feel comfortable investing here because I don't feel like these animals are being treated bad at all because I can breathe in here. Well, so, Angel, (laughs) it's funny you say that because I'll tell you, these these animals have a better healthcare plan than you and me. <laughs> you, know, you, you look at their, they have a chef, right? It's like three times a day, they've got this chef five-star meal and their, oh, wow. their fruits and their vegetables are all prepared and you see the dishes that they bring them and then the guests get to feed them. So they have all that enrichment that goes along with it. Uh, but no, the, the, the habitats are so clean and so pristine mm-hmm. and and the employees that work there they take a lot of pride in that that's important to them it's okay. their family yes so yeah yeah i right. love i just wanted to mention that for those who are like i don't want to go in there it probably smells crazy or probably is like this it is it is the best experience that you're gonna have and gaza if he was able to come on mike but he can't he would tell you that those are the things i like to do i always want to go to the zoo i always want to go to the aquarium i always or to the art museum, which is where he'll rarely take me, but I can get him to get me to the zoo and to see, you know, things like that. So having this here and introducing it is incredibly important. I think that's why I'm super excited because it's something that matters to me. I'm always calling myself a mermaid. So having an aquarium near us is is just fantastic. Also the education piece because of STEM, I previously was over a program where we helped donate and try to encourage to help young girls, uh, minority girls or BIPOC girls, go ahead and get into STEM programs and understand what it meant. But one of the more difficult spaces was the sciences because we didn't have places like Sequest where they could have some hands-on experience. Everything was gonna be book knowledge and now this option is available for the surrounding area. Again, this is so much bigger than Stonecrest, um, but I'm glad it's in Stonecrest more than you know. Yeah. All right. I know I have more stuff I want to say because I feel like I could talk to you forever. I truly, genuinely think that you are a fantastic person. So guys, Vince, he's like my secret friend. Don't tell anybody that, you know, I'm going to go to wherever he is. I think it's Utah. I'm not sure. And um, we're going to have dinner because, you know, he's such a nice guy. Oh, thank <laughs> the, you. 
And a gasm could come too, since he couldn't be on mic. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Hey, can I? Can I? You mentioned something. Can I? If we do we have two Please. minutes, I want to share one we more thing. We do. We have. We have ten. Go ahead. Okay. So, so check this out. We. You, you just brought up um, going back to the STEM and minorities. We partnered, and this. This to me, I. I, I hope any in our minority audience uh, that have any interest at all in STEM, science, tech, engineering, math, will will take note of this. There's this organization called MISIS, M-Y-S-I-S. Now, MISIS is like a shrimp. And so this is a little bit of a play on word. The, the words, the acronym is Minority Youth Succeeding in Science. Mm. And they have this program. These two awesome ladies out, I, I, I think it was Florida, created this MISIS program. Um, and, and they've got kind of a, another piece of it that's Minorities in Shark Sciences. Mm, okay. And so these are these are minority organizations, and they've come together and they have built this um, amazing program for anyone having any interest in the marine sciences. And um, they've partnered with schools, marine laboratories, universities, um, Howard University, University of Washington's in there. Um, and we have fundraisers for MISIS because they're a nonprofit organization at our locations where we just donate the facility. And when people come and spend money, all of it goes to MISIS. And we bring, we bring anyone that might be a MISIS candidate, meaning if somebody is a young and up and comer and may have an interest in marine sciences or marine biology, they can come and get exposure to these programs mm -hmm. and, you know, no charge. They learn about the programs, uh, broad overview of marine science, the opportunity to just kind of dive in and, and learn about this hands-on uh, program. So pretty awesome. Uh, if you Google um, MYSIS, Minority Youth Succeeding in Science, you'll, you'll see all about it. But that will be, that'll be coming to Stonecrest as well. Awesome. And it's a really, really cool deal. And some of these gals that are, that are, that founded this boy, they are <laughs> such winners, such leaders, uh, for, for minorities and sciences. It's, it's so dang inspiring. I hope, I hope there's some listeners that'll, that'll take a look at that and reach out to MISIS. Oh, absolutely. We're going to make sure we look too, because if they're coming to Stonecrest, that's what we're all about. And it is one of our favorite things to talk about, hence why we have Stonecrest Weekly. Sometimes I think about quitting, but then I get drawn back in immediately because there's so many great things coming to the city. And we want to be respectful of your time. But I would like to ask you one closing question, if you don't mind. And yeah, what what is your favorite part about your organization? What is your favorite part of Sequest? Boy, what a good question. It's the people. <laughs> I mean, you love animals, right? I love otters. They're so cute. I, I could play with them all day. I've cuddled with sloths for hours upon hours. And that's amazing. Um, and I love animals. But ultimately, there's nothing more gratifying than seeing the people in the organization that have gravitated to a career with animals that care so deeply about the planet that have found a place that have found a career where, you know, how often, how many people are able to find a career where it's like, it's not this call center, we're going to yell you all day or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's actually, they're going in and they are rehabilitating animals. They're doing animal enrichment. They're taking people 
field trips, two, 300 students together in a group in, in, in a morning. And I'm sure it's exhausting for them. I know it is. <laughs> and there's sometimes tears and it's difficult work. Um, and, and obviously there's also, um, unique challenges that come with this business, right? You have animal rights activists that are telling you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have animals under human care. Uh, notwithstanding those challenges and other unique challenges, uh, they come, they smile, they share the love of the planet, uh, and they love the guests. And to me, seeing them do that, it's not even me doing it, but watching them do it is almost like watching my kids do something that I would just be super proud of. Mm -hmm. And that just, it just never gets old. I could watch it a million times. I saw it today. Today I watched a video. I don't know her name, but, but we on our, in our company, we use this, this app called telegram and we video stuff back and forth. So Stonecrest sent me a side of their first field trip. Oh, wow. And it was being led by uh, a young black employee that we have there. And she's got 20, 30 field trip kids around her. And here she is. And, and most of them African-American. I'm thinking, here's this minority uh, marine biologist that's here teaching this school. Um, it looked like she was, you know, measuring some ozone or, you know, preparing a diet or something. She's handing them all gloves oh, wow. so they can put their gloves on to do food prep and stuff. Right. I'm thinking that's it. Yeah. There, there's 20 kids right there that are never going to look at the planet the same. Absolutely. And I can hear her voice cause it's got the audio and I can see her. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that every day. That that'll fill the gas tank right there. So that's, right. that's probably my favorite. That was pretty amazing. And I see that every day we get, we get letters, we get emails, got an email from, um, one of our friends, uh, at the, in the local media there that went through and just, just very gracious and grateful for, for the opportunity to, to take her grandkids there. Uh, and that, that doesn't get old. I could, I could take 50 of those a week. No problem. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's super fantastic. And you just said that someone came from out of the area. That's what we like to hear as well, because this is sustaining and improving our economy. Sequest success means that other businesses will also recognize and understand that they could come to Stonecrest also and be successful with unique businesses, right? Because Sequest is unique, even in the space that you're in. There isn't, from what I know and looked, because I was like, hey, is there anything else? But there's not really anything else out there like you at all. So having that opportunity to bring this here and have other people get exposed in our town can't can't beat it period point blank um you guys have some things that you want to do and give to the community you want to talk a little bit about that oh you like the field trips and the giveaways we're gonna we're gonna give that to you and you we're gonna trust you to know how to dispense that but we're giving out <laughs> some free birthday parties some fr some free field trips some premium encounters so like you can go in and actually hand feed the slots and take a take a selfie with them. This place is selfie paradise, by the way, right? <laughs> uh, you don't, you don't leave without taking a hundred pictures. Yes. Uh, you can get in and actually play and interact with the, with honey, the kinkajou hand feed storm and Norman. So we're going to send you passes uh, and, and, and ask you to use your network to make sure that gets into hands of people that uh, otherwise wouldn't have the opportunity to visit and, and uh, for your VIPs and so forth. So we're going to be sending all that your way here this week. Awesome. So you guys heard it. We got free stuff and we're so happy to be able to share it with you guys. And thank you guys for your generosity to give that over to the community because there's certain people who don't know about it. They haven't heard about it or they're leery of it. And just having this opportunity to go without 
having to touch their own money, they're going to be like, oh, okay. And now that's just one more person to talk about this great thing that's happening here in Stonecrest. Um, Vince, we want to just thank you again so much for being so gracious, for being so kind, for even thinking of this as a whole, because whether it was in Stonecrest or not, if I heard about Sequest, I would be working to go. So thank you for what you're doing and also the care that you guys give and educating everyone around this because I was going to say Sequest because it's so close to Stonecrest. <laughs> it's like you got yeah. a sepsis. Yeah. So the fact that it's in Stonecrest, which is like a 95% African-American community, that's like a really big deal, right? It's the first aquarium in this type of community, period. But even beyond that, creating this experience for any community is such a big deal because Kids don't know what we don't expose them to, no matter what they have, no matter how much money they have or little money they have. Parents don't always think about like, hey, if I just let my kids see this in this more intimate fashion, it can help shape something that was dormant in them. And I just appreciate that opportunity across the board. And thank you for choosing Stonecrest and believing in our little city, even though we had some things that you mentioned earlier in the show that's happening that has that's not overshadowing the fact that we believe that Stonecrest is an amazing place. We know that the people here are amazing. And thank you for seeing that too. Angel, you will always be a VIP oh, at Sequest. Thank what? you so much for, for letting me uh, visit with you today. This has been really fun for me. It has been same here. So thank you again. And uh, we're going to say bitchy do. You guys catch you next week. Don't, 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 Weekly.